You are listening to Mosaic's Midweek Podcast. Through a series of personal reflections and stories, we share how the kingdom of God is breaking into our hearts and our city as it is in heaven. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, you are listening to the Mosaic Weekly for Wednesday, March the 10th. You know, this past week, we discussed one of the pillars in our formation as children of God. And as children, we infer that we have a father who has other children, which means we have a family, this network and web of relationships that we are tied to. And of course, we know this side of heaven, there is just no real utopian family. There is no perfect church. There's no perfect community. Heck, there is no perfect relationships between two people, much less 10 or 20 of us. But just because there's no perfect church does not mean that there can't be healthy churches and healthy communities. So to talk about what makes a healthy community, I have invited my wife, Sarah, into this conversation. So Sarah, welcome. Long time no see, Wesley. (laughs) All right. We want to respond to the question of what makes a healthy community? There are probably a lot more things that can be said here, but not less. So this is kind of a foundation. So, Sarah, what do you think makes a healthy community? Definitely the first thing that is coming to mind when you think about a healthy community is going to be a community that is safe. So asking yourself, is your community a safe space? Questions people will ask themselves before they share something intimate might be, are these people safe? Can they hold what I'm about to share with tenderness? Can they reserve judgment? Um, Being in a safe community means not trying to fix people. It means sitting with people in the suffering not offering cliches for people, but um, pointing them to Jesus safely. It means respect, empathy, listening, understanding. It means a space that has been created where people can exhale rather than a space where people are constantly holding their breath, afraid of what someone might say. So that first word would be safety. Yeah, that's great. I think the another tenant of this conversation is honesty. Uh, And before you can be honest, you have to make sure that there is safety because if there's vulnerability and transparency without the guardrails of safety, then it only takes one, maybe two times before you just shut down and never share again. Brene Brown talks about how vulnerability breeds vulnerability. And honesty is hard, uh, especially with people that you are just getting to know and There is some rhythms that we'll get to, but honesty is also good. It's where relationships begin to take off. It's when we get to know what's going on on the inside of each of us. And as we think about honesty, you really can think about cycles of healthy community where the first stage is kind of a honeymoon stage where you are best friends, you're hanging out all the time, uh, you're kind of that, you're, you're in a new, fresh phase of community. Uh, But then after that phase is a bit of apathy where it kind of you resign to this is who it is. This is this is the people that I'm with. And uh, you've just made it a point of resignation. But after that apathy phase is actually a phase of frustration. And this is where people begin to bail uh, in community. It gets hard. People begin to 
be themselves and you don't like who they are. And so they frustrate you. Their preferences are different than your preferences. Their opinions don't match yours. You begin to see some of their selfishness. They begin to see some of your selfishness. And so this stage of frustration is actually an easy out for a lot of people. But if you can push past that frustration and really do some self-examination, you can get to a point of acceptance. And that acceptance stage is when you can realize, you know what, these are the people that God has put in my life and I have been put in their life and they are a gift because they bear his image and actually their presence is teaching me something more about who God is, whether it's in me or in them. And so once you get to that place of acceptance, you can then re-engage into relational intimacy uh, and that over time will lead to health. Now, this is not a linear cycle Uh, And most communities do this type of cycle multiple times over the lifetime of that community. Uh, But each of those cycles are important as you reflect on what does it mean to be a healthy community. And all that takes a level of honesty, both with yourself and with other people. Equal honesty and equal grace is the start of thriving communities. So knowing where you're at owning where you're at, and then being willing to openly admit where you're at. What's another one, Sarah? Well, you mentioned it, but time. No one no one changes without time. And we're all in process. We all have issues. We all have fear and pain and lots of sinful tendencies and habits that typically are going to come out in relationship with one another. If you think back on your life the last 10 years or so, you probably can point to some ways that you have really matured in your sin and conquered some of it, I I hope. But if you're like me and if you're like all humans, there are probably plenty of areas of sin in your life that you are still struggling with and it's something you're still wrestling with. And so having grace for one another that we need to give each other time. And that's just an issue with humanity. Most of us don't give community in our church enough time, time to mature or time to grow, time to repent, time to forgive, um, time to trust that this is a safe place and I can be open. So yeah, time, nothing changes overnight and no one changes overnight. Yeah, as I think about safety, as I think about honesty, I think about time, all those things are critical to a healthy, thriving community. Uh, But none of that is really going to lead anywhere if the gospel is not the ground of a community. So the gospel being the person and the work of Jesus. We all need Jesus. We need to be reminded that we are not on a treadmill of life running for our lives to gain approval of people in our group or to gain the approval of God or to just be in this constant fear of God. So fear of rejection, fear of uh, not being loved, not being accepted by God or by others. So we need to know that because of Jesus and because of his work on the cross, because we have placed faith and hope and trust in him, we can make a beeline back to the cross every single day and we sit and we savor the love that God has for us. There is so much grace and there is so much truth packed into the person of Jesus. And so just the rhythm 
of being confronted with our sin and owning it and bringing it to God and therefore bringing it to one another over and over again when we therefore can receive and be refreshed by the grace of God. It's just a really sweet thing, and that is the ground for a healthy community. So safety, time, honesty, all rooted and all founded in the gospel of Jesus. So our prayer for you is that as we engage these missional communities that we'll be able to kind of practice these things uh, and grow into the help that God desires for us.